Welcome back to Days and Disturbed. I still don't have a catchy slogan yet, but I will figure it out later. Today, we're keeping good with our promise of keeping things a little lighthearted. So today, we decided to take you do something special for you. Madam Moxie and I are actually taking you all the way back in time to hopefully happier days. The days of learning, adding, and subtracting. The days of show and tell. The days where you wonder if the food from our private schools tasted better than the slop you're eating now. To be honest, I still can't add or subtract so at a lightning pace as some of you, so yeah, that's a little something about me. It takes me maybe a few more seconds to do that math in my head, but anyways, aside from that, we're taking you back to the days of story time. With me is my guest, Madam Moxie. Hello, students. How are we today? Ah, so lovely. So lovely. We have some of us... Mm, we <laughs> okay if you can't tell uh we're kind of we're kind of <laughs> we're kind of drinking a little bit so some of us are, mm. <laughs> uh we have some stories lined up for you so get in your onesies get yourself a nice hot cup of hot chocolate and prepare your just prepare your ear pussies for this for a soothing read from professor madam moxie but yeah sorry we're you know what why don't we why don't we do this as uh, a yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't we make this a drinking game? Since we're drinking, if every time you fuck up, uh, life is a drinking game. Very wise words from you. Very wise words, words. Oh yeah. So <laughs> let's make this a drinking game. Every time you screw up your English language, we're gonna take a shot for you. Who Ooh, me? Uh, yeah, we're gonna take a shot. All of us are gonna take a shot in, on in honor of you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's gonna be a little sweet for you. Um. We're gonna make sure you articulate your language for the English learning, the English learners across into Europe. Sounds like you're learning English right now. I am trying. I am starting to slur. This is not good, but we're gonna give it our best shot. Okay, let's begin. So today, children, the title of our imagination journey is "Come Swing with Us," written by Bimisi Tayanita. Illustrated by Sumguyan, Bangladesh. Tim and Kate are swingers. They really love to swing. They swing high. They swing low. They swing with Sally. They swing with Joe. When they swing, there is no norm. They swing with girls. They swing with boys. They wear their pearls and they swing with toys. They swing in masks. They swing in lays. But if you ask, they both will say, "We want to swing with the unicorn." <laughs> they switch. They swap. They push. They pull. Their swinging parties are always full. Kate will swing with six or more, while Tim takes picks, picks galore. Tim likes to watch, so watch he does. Tim likes to film it, just because. They swing in France and in Manila. They even swing with plain vanilla. They swing all night, from dusk till morn. Hoping to find a unicorn. 
They know she's out there within their reach. Someday they'll swing with her on the beach. While they try hard to find that beauty, Tim will swing with something fruity. Oh, that's the end. <laughs> that wasn't a very climactic ending. Yeah. That- Hey. <laughs> hey If you guys don't know what we're reading from, there are these books called the Reach Around Books. And we are reading from series, I'm sorry, season one. Book so, two. Well, don't tell them that we're reading it out of order. So I'm just letting them know. We'll figure out how to, how to work this at the end. You don't know, now you, you know. know. So I just realized your English is really, really good. This drinking game is going to be really hard to play. I have good English. You have a good English? It was my second language. It is your second language? It is. You're just going to leave it at that? What was your first? Let's have the audience decide. What was my first language? Comment below. Comment where? There's nowhere to comment. Comment in your thoughts. Okay, that's fair. All right. What is the next story, Madam Moxie? Our... Never mind. Our next story is Put Tony's Nuts in Your Mouth. Written by Bumisi Tayanita and illustrated by Sumguyan, Bangladesh. Tony has big nuts and small nuts. He has pecans and walnuts, nuts without or with a shell. There is no nut that Tony does not sell. Tony sells his nuts all day. He always has a line. Some say Tony's nuts smell great. Some say they taste divine. (laughs) They drive or walk or ride the bus. They come from north and south. To take those hot and salty nuts and put them in their mouths. Tony dips his chocolate nuts <laughs> until they are just right. He knows your mom will take them home and suck on them tonight. BJ looks at Tony's nuts and tries hard not to stare as Stephen grabs at his nutsack and finds a big old pair. Jay plays with Tony's nuts in the closet at his house. Grandpa says he should just come out as he pops one in his mouth. (laughs) Grandpa likes to go in there and take the camera with him. He loves to look at photographs when Tony's nuts are in them. He swears it isn't weird or queer. He says it's not a crime. 
Grandpa licks the salt right off of Tony's nuts and toys. <laughs> Girls, too, like Tony's nuts. Of this, there is no doubt. Every girl around this town has put them in her mouth. <laughs> on the way to school today, riding on the bus, the Johnson twins were in the back sharing Tony's nuts. <laughs> back and forth, they opened up, hoping that they don't. Get those big and tasty nuts stuck in their throat. Down in their throat. All right, we found our first, our first, our first swig. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take a swig with you. Cheers, cheers. See, not everyone's perfect, everybody. Moving on, children. Even Miss Bulldyke, the softball coach and her special friend, will have a go at Tony's nuts every now and then. There really is no argument. Mount Rushmore ought to be a monument of Tony's nuts for all the world to see. believe we keep catching Nala on the on the audio recording. You know, she just wants some of Tony's nuts. <laughs> How's I this? want nuts. I want nuts. I want nuts. <laughs> well, sorry, we're we Is that considered zoophilia? <laughs> Nala agrees. I don't, I don't know if you can if you can hear her if you can hear my dog, but uh yeah, we're right now recording in my room just because it's the only place we can record right now. That's mostly quiet. But um if you hear my dog barking, we're so sorry about that. Take a shot. Take a shot? So every time that we're, we're every time you hear my dog bark, take a shot cuz who boy, she's going to laugh. She's going to bark a lot. We're so sorry, but let's try to keep let's try to keep it professional, huh? Let's try to keep it professional. I'm sorry. For what? You're sorry for my dog? I don't know why I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is the next story called? Uh this next story is called Susie Likes to Look at Balls Written by Bumisi Tayanita and illustrated by Sunguyan Bangladesh Susie likes to look at balls and if you play a sport chances are before too long she'll take a look at yours This book she wrote for you and me just to clue us in us all Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's try that sentence again. From the top. Wait, where, where's where, where, where's Van Lay when you need her? From the top. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Wait, wait. Let's try that one more time. Okay. Susie likes to look at balls, and if you play a sport, chances are before too long she'll take a look at yours. 
This book she wrote for you and me just to clue us in on all the balls that Susie's seen and where those balls have been. That was a mouthful. I have balls. <laughs> Tiger's balls are small and white, just like Michael Jackson's. These two guys are socialites. They both see lots of action. Tiger puts his balls in holes and keeps them out of sand. While Michael proudly shows his balls to boys. Oh, no. At Neverland. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Bruce Chen. <laughs> okay, we're going there. Bruce Jenner ran decathlons. He took Olympic gold. But today I'm sad to say he has no balls to hold. I don't know just what went down. He must have lost a bet. Bruce's balls are Caitlin's now. I am sure he has regrets. <laughs> Pam has soft and bouncy balls, the kind that must be seen. Hugh Hefner knows how all that goes. They're in his magazine. Hugh Hefner's balls were big and bold, the finest balls around. Then one day, Hugh got old. Now his balls drag on the ground. Serena brings some lovely balls to the tennis scene. She has fuzzy little yellow balls, yellowish and green. I think these balls might just be what make her such a threat. The other girls out on the court haven't got a set. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> Serena tries to keep them hidden because if they're verified from the Women's Tennis League, she'll be disqualified. <laughs> Let's unpack this. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Susie went with Magic Johnson out for some seafood. When she looked at Magic's balls, she really lost the mood. Is it because he has AIDS? <laughs> just, just, just keep or going. Or no, it's HIV. I'm sorry. I think he does have AIDS. No, I think it's just HIV. I can look up look it up after if it's if it's AIDS or HIV. Yes. Oh, why am I talking like you now? Like I'm talking in rhymes. <laughs> wait, wait, can you, let's read that one last part again. All right, let's try again. When she looked at Magic's balls, she really lost the mood. Magic, where is your protection? I think it is too late. Your balls are going to spread infection. It is time to end this date. David Beckham thinks his balls look nice, and it seems the world agrees. He showed his balls once to Posh Spice, the rest is history. Ernie is not at all impressed by what David Beckham's got. He thinks that Spice Girl looks depressed since having tied the knot. Ernie's rented shoes and his wrist braids. All right, she lost it. We're taking a shot. We just we said I need to. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Cheers. Cheers. You know what? Just because you fucked that one up really, really bad, 
<clears throat> Just because you fucked them one up really, really bad, I'm gonna take a shot of te Tequila. Tequila Mockingbird? Yeah! I was not me speaking the monkey. I'm out. It was my league. If you guys can see this right now, the cap is still on the bottle. Shit, I think I am starting to feel it. Uh. <laughs> right before, just gonna take a shot too. Should I do a little shotsy pots? No, what I want you to do is. <clears throat> I want you to read that page again. Is it because I'm a woman? What does that have to do with anything? You want me to take a shot? Oh, you want to take one? That's what I just. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I misheard you completely. Bruh. Yeah, that's I, I I don't understand why you. Yeah. Well, hey, don't mess up. Next, don't mess up next time. We don't have anything to chase it with, so. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's try. Let's take it from the top. Ernie is not at all impressed by what David Beckham's got. He thinks that Spice Girl looks depressed since having tied the knot. Ernie's rented shoes and his wrist brace made David laugh out loud. But the eyes lit up on Pasha's face when Ernie pulled out his... Fuck. When... Alright. <laughs> oh god, she lost again. Here we go. Another one. So another, one the, another one for the books. I'm taking more tequila now, so... I mean, tequila, sorry. Uh, sorry, kids. We don't drink on the show. I was gonna say TT juice, but that just sounds weird. TT. Pass me some of that tea juice. You want some? No. Okay. But the eyes lit up on Posh's face when Ernie pulled his ball sack out. Ernie's balls were beautiful, big and hard and round, when he slid his fingers in Posh. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Keep it professional. Keep it professional. Come on. When he slid his fingers in, Posh made a funny sound. Ernie rolled those big old balls for a split and then a strike. Now David knows it's Ernie who's got the stuff that ladies like. The end. This is a very politically hot book. Whew. Wait, who's Ernie? I don't know. Did did Posh Spice cheat on cheat on David Beckham with Ernie, whoever the hell he is? Stay tuned. Stay tuned until we when when we come back, we will find out if Posh Spice cheated on David Beckham. I felt they were very brave with this book. Really? I mean, I think the worst insults were hurled at Michael Jackson and Serena Williams. And they both happened to be black. I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. What do we think, everybody? Let's ponder on that. Wait, Re Posh Spice is the... Reflective the spice, takes. Wait, Posh Spice is the Spice Girls girl, right? Yeah, Victoria Beckham. Oh, okay. Now I know who this is. Okay, mm -hmm. sorry, sorry. I, I was like, I know David Beckham, but I forgot he was married to Posh Spice. Or, oh wait, doesn't? Never mind. I forgot they have herpes too. Who? David Beckham and Victoria Beckham. They're gonna come for you for that one. 
they're all the way in Europe. They're, are they really going to listen to this podcast? You know what? Don't doubt yourself. If if we make it so, if we make the show so successful, so successful, so successful, where oh shit, I just knocked over, almost knocked over the water. <clears throat> if we make the show <laughs> so successful to the point where David Beckham and Victoria Beckham actually listen to our stuff, ooh, I'm gonna be jumping up and down in my uh, my pantaloons. Okay, Constable Professor Madam Moxie, what is the next story? Our next story, students, is Spank the Monkey Lends a Hand, written by Bemisi Tayanita, illustrated by Sumkuyan, Bangladesh. If you find yourself alone with much to think about, call Spank the Monkey. He'll come by and help you work things out. Just the other day, while walking on the farm, Spank the monkey stopped to look in Farmer Johnson's barn. The air in there was warm, it smelled of salt and sweat and lotion. Way back in the corner was a constant steady motion. The farmer's arm was moving fast, his hands they looked so worn. Spank the monkey stepped right up and helped him shuck his corn. Spank likes to visit Grandpa, who loves his magazines. He has the first and oh, fucking. <laughs> All right, you lost uh. it. <laughs> it smells like it smells like freaking chicken beef kebabs in here. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, I have to close the window. <laughs> so sorry. It's okay. I'm so sorry. I hold my hair. I'm so sorry. Are you gonna puke? No. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> that, was <a> good one. <laughs> that was a great one, but uh, we, <laughs> all right. We have we have to take a shot. You know what that means. <laughs> we gotta say, we gotta get her done. Here, cheers. Oops. Yeah, we ran. We almost ran out of tequila, so we're we're getting some other stuff for her. One second, I have to take my shot too. Ooh. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Hello, me some tequila. All right, let's try that from the top. Spank likes to visit Grandpa, who loves his magazines. He has the first one and the last, and all the in-betweens. He flips right through the articles until his fingers blister. What he really likes to do is look at all the pictures. When Grandpa gets excited and messes up an issue, Spank is there to save the day with a box of tissue. Vinny has a job making sauce for pizza pies. As he cooks, he likes to watch the waitresses go by. Vinny grabs his hard salami and he hides it from the boss. Then he goes into the pantry to make some secret sauce. Vinny makes a lot of sauce, he whips it up by hand. Spank has seen the waitress. He can understand. Spank the monkey takes his car to the quick lube service station. They let him fill his jar up there when he's out of lubrication. <laughs> From underneath a car on jacks comes some grunting and a moan. That dirty old mechanic Max was down there all alone. Max's hands were greasy, his eyes were squinted shut. 
Spank was there to lube his tool and help him bust that nut. <laughs> you may have heard it said that Spank only helps the guys. Please don't cloud your head with all those silly lies. Spank the monkey actually likes girls more than boys. Every girl that he knows has a nightstand full of toys. Sally plays the flute all day in the marching band. She knows that when the day is done, Spank will lend a hand. When Sally goes to bed at night, her face is all aglow. Cause Spank the monkey is gonna have a finger puppet show. Oh no. As the satin curtains drop, she thinks, I'm a lucky girl. Spank opens with her favorite scene, polishing the pearl. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you know what? That, that, that's a, I'll consider that a mess up. We gotta take another one. I, you know what? If you, got, if you guys made it this far into the show... Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're gonna be more... We're gonna be a little more gassy. <laughs> so, excuse, um, Professor Constable Madam, uh, Czar Moxie. Oh shit, you better not fuck up anymore, because, oh my god, I'm running out of t- to come to- 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 I'm running out of tamale sauce. Alright, anyways. Where- where- where's- where's- where's Ranley? From the top, from the top. Okay. I was waiting for for anybody to call out, but whatever. All right, start again from the from the beginning. Sally dims the lights and makes sure the door is locked. Then Spank the monkey oils her flute and puts it in her box. The end. I wish you guys knew what we were talking about. Maybe you can see it online, but this is a kid's story, sort of. I mean, again, it's full of innuendos, but there are pages that look very, very innocent. So I, I, wouldn't. I just don't think it's a kid's story per se. I would say it's adult humor written in storybook form. But there's pictures that depict something completely different like you like uh i don't know describe something you know maybe it's like a kid's book to introduce sexuality to kids maybe except for the balls one that one was kind of i think it was on the nose honestly i think this uh, we we got these books because they were humorous so uh whatever but anyways we have one more story for you guys are you ready for this give us one second we're we're gonna we're, we're, we're loading it and Brenda's Beaver Needs a Barber Written by Bamisi Tayanita Illustrated by Sanguyan Bangladesh Brenda has a beaver and she's ready to confess As soft and sweet as it may be, her beaver is a mess I know this is potty humor, but fuck it. We're gonna take another one for that, just because I haven't had a have a drink in a while. So, uh, all right, I'm starting to get sick, sick of uh, 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 what am I gonna call it today? Uh, some lamalamalaya sauce. Tea sauce. Tea sauce. Tea sauce. 
All right. Let's take it from the top. From the top. From the top. Brenda's beaver's big. Brenda's beaver's hairy. Every guy who's seen it says that Brenda's beaver's scary. Well, they can just get over it. Misogynist. Brenda took her beaver for a swim down at the lake. By the looks that she received, she figured that was a mistake. She stuffed that fairy mound into a swimming suit. It stuck out all around. It was anything but cute. Some who saw it laughed. Others were just stunned. Brenda's beaver was hanging out, soaking up the sun. Her friends could not believe her. They said, we need to talk. They covered up her beaver and they took her for a walk. Brenda, dear, listen here. We want to help you out. Your beaver needs a makeover. It really needs it now. That didn't rhyme, but all right, whatever. I hope we don't seem pushy, said her biker friend named Kim. Your beaver is too bushy. We just think it needs a trim. Savannah pulled her beaver back to show off what she's done. Hers has a nice long landing patch. It looks like it'd be fun. Chrissy's beaver is quite rare. It could be worth a million. Hers is bare. It has her hair. Aha! We messed you up! Hooray! Alright, here we go. Let's get- no, no, no. Let's do this again. Let's do this again. Come on, here we go. Here we go. And we- Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this taste like kebabs? <laughs> it smells like kebabs here too. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> I only take a baby one because I'm really running out of uh, tomato sauce. Right now, um, he's laying on the floor. Yeah, it's a little hot in here, just because your 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 burps are starting Were to. Producing my farts. <laughs> your mouth farts are starting to like uh, burn up the the oxygen in this room. We are in a. Uh, I'm just nervous. <laughs> yeah, well, you're fucking up. All right, let's let's take it from the top. From the top. Chrissy's beaver is quite rare. It could be worth a million. Hers is bare. It has no hair. Her beaver is Brazilian. Catherine let her beaver loose. She said, there's nothing to it. Grab some clippers and a can of mousse. We'll show you how to do it. Kim produced some scissors and Chrissy had some wax. Now all that Brenda had to do was sit back and relax. As they came towards her beaver, they said, now, don't be scared. We're going to see what's underneath that frumpy pile of hair. It ended just in minutes. They didn't leave her much. When Brenda's friends were finished, she and her beaver blushed. Her beaver was so tiny, they could not believe their eyes. It was smooth and it was shiny. It was hard to recognize. Now Brenda is so proud. It seems like every time we see her, she's in the center of a crowd just showing off her beaver. Well, children, that's the end of story time today. I hope by hearing these, you have a more fantastic day.
What was that for? Mm-hmm. Well, everyone, we really, really hope that this major day, major night, major midday. Ground control to mage, Tom. Yeah, Madam Moxie's right now on the floor. Like, I don't know. She's doing the butterfly stroke. I don't know why. I'm just stroking. Oh, you're, you're, uh, Snake the Monkey, you're here? Oh my god, Snake the Monkey's here, guys! I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something, but whatever. Anyways, <clears throat> in all seriousness, thank you again for listening. We really, really appreciate that you guys are still continuing to come and listen to us. If you like our show, please, please follow us on our Twitter at DaysInDisturb1. I will. I have to fix it. Right, we have a Twitter. It's Days and Disturb. It's Days and Disturb. We'll figure out how to figure that out. What is it? I don't know. I don't know what it is. We do still have a Discord. It's Days and Disturbed podcast. If you'd like to reach us for any particular reason, for any anything we should look at, any stories that we should hear, anything we should know. If you're lonely. If you're lonely, come and talk to me. Don't worry. I'll, I'll answer back just because I'm lonely too. Our email is daysanddisturbedpodcast at gmail.com. And we also still have that Instagram. We still have everything. Nice. I heard that one too. We have our Instagram. It's at daysanddisturbedpodcast at instagram.instagram. I don't know. I don't know what Instagram is all about. I think it's just... At Days of Disturbed uh, podcast, right? It's Days of Disturbed podcast. But anyways, we're gonna get out of here. I I am covered in sweat. It's really hot. This tequila is really. Oh shoot! I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this tequila is really killing my ass. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get out, I'm gonna get the fuck off the line. Help me! Help me! Help! Oh, oh snap! All right, yeah, it's definitely time to go. Bye. What to say? Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> Silver Tongue Audio. If you have an itchy asshole, where do you go? Where do you go to itch it? I mean, I know where to go, I mean, but if you're in public, you can't itch it anywhere. You know what I mean? Hello, everyone. This is your friendly neighborhood NPC, Paul Logan, and I'm here to talk to you about a new podcast that I'm adding to my network. I could do fat jokes because I was fatter than I am now, but now I'm kind of like slightly overweight, which is cool with me, but I want to get to know overweight. It's funny. It's crass. It's fantastic. And so that's the last image my wife's going to see me. I don't want to do that. My kid walks in. I got the double chin looking fat as fuck with the poison. You know, you ever see in the movies and shit, when you have poison, your eyes are wide awake. You know, your mouth is all fucking wide open and your face is purple. But with the double chin, you ain't going to look cool. And it's hosted by a dear friend of mine, Mr. Alex Midnight. Podcast is called Midnight by the Bay. It's coming soon to a silver tongue near you.